Hi, George. Um, I've got a bit of a headache this morning, so would you mind just keeping it down? Well, of course. Thank you for giving me a heads up. How, how are you? You're back in Barcelona? Okay. It feels like you didn't hear me. Um, <laughs> would you mind just... just? How quiet do I need to be? Well, can we just sit in silence for this hour, please? Oh, you're talking my language. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't like how easily you accepted that. I wanted you to argue with me. I wanted you to say, no, my dear friend, we need... No, no, honestly, for I'm... the good of I'm the people. That, I'm in that... Uh, that's where I'm at. Where are you at? Do you want to be silent for an hour? I mean, I wouldn't mind, but I think for... <laughs> For for the dear gorgeous public out there, we should at least pretend we want to be. Well, this here. this could be this could be fascinating. Why don't we just take a minute to unpack why it is we feel that way? Hey. Um. Wow. That's really slick, actually. Um, <laughs> well, I can tell you that for me, and I don't know how uh, scientific this is, if at all, but I do feel like I get these headaches. Just before I'm about to have a big old swing on the old uh, mood roulette, uh, the mood oh, pendulum, no. and it usually precedes some low vibes. Again, I don't know if that's real or if that's just like I associate. I've somehow associated it with that. I don't know if there's any. Uh, well, if there's, there's, a, if there's any medical experts that listen, I was going to gonna say, yeah, any of the nerds out there want to get in touch and say, you know, uh, actually, I mean, you, with your. <laughs> Facts and stuff. What you what you sipping on? Go on then, hit me. Uh, I got fruit and barley this morning. Oh, fucking hell, you really <laughs> do treat yourself. <laughs> nice and I've got two and a half litres of it with ice. What, what, no, you do not. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bottle that holds two and a half litres and I try and drink it. Um, well, a, f- yeah, a fruit and barley? I'm, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, man. I, you really don't do anything... You know, half ass, do you? You've got to no, 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 have a whole no, no, punnet no. of grapes and a whole fucking two and a half litre bottle of fruit hold and barley. On, Holly. Holly, we shouldn't get hung up on this, but it's a it's a bottle that holds two and a half litres of liquid and I fill it up with water and then once a day I'll do a like a fruity one just as a treat. Okay. Okay, so it's not a full two and a half litres of concentrated fruit and barley. No, 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 no. It's quite a weak mix of ice and water. Okay, i got to say, and yeah, I mean, I think you're totally right. We shouldn't get hung up on this. But just to quickly get hung up on it for a bit. <laughs> I've never been a squash man. I've never been a fruit and barley man. Um, so I have always accidentally made it too strong. Like, say I'm at a friend's house and I'm getting a drink. They're like, yeah, yeah. you can just go get the squash. I always fill it up. Yeah, you're looking a little peaky, Ollie. Go and grab yourself a squash. Look, I don't (laughs) think that squash is particularly fucking got like really famous health benefits. (laughs) Well, also, Ollie, there was a point in our life where supermarkets introduced the double concentrate and a whole generation was left on the wayside because every. (laughs) And they probably lost quite a few, you know, regulars. Because well, what, it became awfully hard to to, to figure out how it. much you're supposed to put in, and it was very yeah, you would always go too strong. So just um, oh no, it's important to th- to think about the lost generation, and also that um, even later after that, they introduced that tiny little fucking thing. You'd have yes, seen that cute yeah, little thing. Cordial in, and I remember people started buying them and taking them to the pub, and then they would buy yeah, just neat vodka or whatever, bite. and just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it in. 
<laughs> what a world. Oh, anyway, um, well, so that's what you're sipping on. You got anything you want to ask me? Um, well, I've got a lot that I want to ask you. Just but quickly, that felt like we were distracted by my drink. Um, so it feels like you're not going to ask me what I'm sipping on. Very rude. What are you, what are you sipping on? H2O, my friend, baby. Sweet H2O, Good. my friend, baby. Good. <laughs> my Good friend, man. comma, baby. Listen, I honestly think it's one of the top drinks out there. Get on it if you're not. And I'm glad to hear that you're, George, you, throughout the day, I'm guessing it's usually pure H2O. And you treat yourself to a fruit and barley, fair enough. You know, I'm not, I've got nothing against that. But I'm really happy to hear that you're getting your hydration on a daily basis. So important, guys. So important that we keep hydrated. And if you've just found us in the health and fitness section yeah, of your podcast, you'll see in. why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll get some interesting insights here, such as water is good stuff. Yeah, so, Ollie, um, yeah. so you've got a bit of a headache. Yeah, I mean, this could you just... associate that with potentially being a kind of, you know, red sky at night <laughs> kind of warning. Yeah. Um, well, it, yes, it's a certain kind of headache where, like, looking at screens and stuff is is not great. So I'm looking forward to the emails. <laughs> um, but it's not that bad. So I'm. I should say I'm. I am being brave, but it's not too much of a sacrifice. Uh, mm. But yeah, I do usually think it's a it's a bit of an omen. It's a bit of a a serious black in the shadows. Mm. Um, not sure if that works, actually. We got a message on Instagram last week saying that we always get Harry Potter wrong. So that's made me quite self-conscious now. Uh, no, that's, that's part Potter of the references. fun of it, though, isn't it? I like, no one really... Harry Potter's one of those things. No one really, really knows what's yeah, happening. Well, it's a bit and like, the people that do probably aren't, you know, great for a chat. It's, well, it's uh, a... Uh, okay, harsh on Rat A. You like? Well, she got it wrong. She's she's one of us. Yeah, she came on true. and you know, kind of. She came on and fucked up. You're right. Yeah, uh, she came on and hasn't been invited back on. <laughs> well, yeah, she's I mean, one of us. This is what I mean. You can be a big fan of the world and just it's more the vibe of it all, isn't it? And then you get into the nitty gritty. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's a, like it's a bit. It's like you know the legend of Arthur and the Round Table or or the Bible or the Greek gods, like, you know, we can't be sure if it happened the way it says in the scripture. Mm. I mean, we can be fairly certain that it was, you know, something along those lines. But Well, exactly. And once things have been translated and passed yes. down from, you know... Because it was originally written in parcel tongue. And yes. I do think you lose something a little bit uh, yeah. when you try and bring it into English. Anyway, uh, all this to say, uh, there's a bit of a serious black omen lurking in the corner. <laughs> and <laughs> But... Um, as I said before, I truly don't know if this is just like my own thing that I've invented. And maybe I do it to myself, I do, by um, getting a headache and then being like, oh, I guess I've got to be depressed now. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I'll keep you updated. We'll see if you manage to keep me on board throughout the um, yeah the episode. No pressure. Um, but how are you doing, my dearest friend? You are... I should say that I'm back in Barcelona, by the way. And... Uh, Therefore, out of I'm not in full lockdown like you are. Mm. How's that going for you? How long's it been? Less than a week, right? Or, yeah, it, yeah. Um, it's how's it going for me? It's very. It's interesting for me being able to compare two lockdowns 
one being in the flat three. in London. You had a, no, you had a mini a mini lockdown where you had a, a companion. But the diff- but what I mean is like the the two like worlds of lockdown. So whether it's been three of oh, them or however many, it's like the, the the living alone in the flat and then being out where you know I, I can walk out my front door and go on a walk mm-hmm. and not see anyone. It's made the whole. And the other thing is the only supermarket. Like the close, I have to get in the car and drive to, which means that whereas in the flat I lived above a Tesco Metro, and mm-hmm. so even the like act of going to you know stop the fridge was it, it was it was like going downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now and 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 because of Move for Mind that you know that month that we did, I've started that back up this this year so far just going every other day in the weeks and that's made for a huge the, difference i didn't do that running, in the first mean? lockdown yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I've, like uh, on the first ever lockdown we did i know we documented this i can't remember exactly how long it was but i didn't leave the flat for something like two weeks not once yeah. because of the fear of it all yeah um whereas this time I'm, I'm adamant that it's more important that i do get out for half an hour an hour yeah and i and i can do so safely you know mm-hmm. i um so that those things, it's uh, more just as an observation. It's it's an interesting thing to be able to compare the two. Yeah, because um, I, I I know that you obviously in the first lockdown you were allowed to go for your daily exercise or whatever, but you just it's very different in a city. I I imagine. Well, I live in a city. I don't know what I'm talking about. It is very different in a city to just pop out for a walk, especially when, you know, you're being told to stay away from other people. And because like for you, even going down past your Tesco Metro, presumably would involve a certain amount of potential exposure to other human beings. Whereas where you are, you can go out for a long hour walk and only see the sweet cows and mm. the gorgeous birds of the countryside mm. you know the sweet cows the sweet cows um yeah but, well that's it in the city none of us had gardens or very few people in the city have gardens and then but there are you know beautiful local parks everywhere but then every everyone piles into those yeah they really were you i remember the first time i went out to go for a stroll and i was on high alert i was like i've never seen this park so full it was yeah. like you know it was like woodstock baby that's oh, it was just yeah. just full which oh, the smell of the dope stage. the smell yeah. of dope oh, in the air jesus Christ. Oh. well i went for a walk with my family on chris uh, on Boxing Day, or maybe bo- maybe the day after Boxing Day, and as as you'll remember, this was just after we had been told to to downsize our Christmases and and only stick with your with your the household bubble, and and so we were going for a walk in in our household, which was allowed. But then we got to the park, and it was obviously everyone else had had the same idea because they uh-huh. had absolutely caned the celebrations the night the day before and wanted to go walk it off and. It was, I felt very uncomfortable because we were walking around and it was not really possible to socially distance. Well, the other thing was it had rained, so there was like mud and puddles everywhere. So everyone was walking along the same little thin line of that had remained clear from mud and getting mm. even closer to each other. And, you know, I'm not blaming anyone because everyone just wanted to get out a bit and that's the only option, the, the, the nearest park. But, you know, it was, it was a bit disconcerting because 
everything on the news was saying we need to stay away from people. And then even though we were within the rules, it just felt like we are actually exposing ourselves and other people quite a lot by doing this. So that was a fun walk, cut quite short, I think, by those anxieties. But having said that, I mean, I don't want to discourage anyone from... I do think that, as you're saying, your ability to go out or go for a run or whatever just to get out for a bit, even if it's not, like, overwhelmingly changing your experience, it'll definitely be having an effect as the weeks stretch on. Um, Mm. And... I know that for me, when we had our first lockdown here, we weren't allowed to even go for that exercise. And that was really hard um, because that's literally being locked up. And it's basically what you did to yourself in your flat because you did it because you have, you know, the anxiety around it all. We we were forced to do that. And then as soon as we were allowed to to go out, it was kind of like... Uh, you had to learn how to do it again. You had to relearn how that, to leave the house. Yeah, that's severely. Just while we've been talking, that's I've been thinking. It's interesting how we've all learnt, and not that we've perfected, but we've learnt what it is to live in a lockdown. And so when you say, "How am I doing?" It's like, "Oh yeah, I've learnt from previous lockdowns," which is fucking weird. I know. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the radio last week on my um, radio hat. I wish. <laughs> Although I should, I should briefly say, George, we got an email from someone already this morning uh, saying they own a radio hat. Um, <gasps> so I'm going to get in contact with them and see if we can get a pick. But anyway, um, <laughs> or Just send us a picture of you. Question mark. Don't yeah, say anything pick, else. Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> um, but I was listening to the radio, and it and this was, I believe, day one of the locked. So last Wednesday, I think, and. Um, the main subject was, this was Radio 4, the main subject was how to deal with your mental health now that we're in another lockdown. It was the number one topic. They had, like, they played a clip from, what's his, is it Tyson Fury, I think his name is? Yes. Who put on Instagram something encouraging people to, to you know, look out for one another, keep an eye on their own feelings and, and seek help when they need it. And then they had Alistair Campbell, who is... You, had depression for a long time talking about how he was dealing with it and uh, you know they were all saying the same stuff there was nothing uh, groundbreaking about it but I was very pleased to hear that it was well pleased I mean obviously it's a shame yeah yeah it's a shame that it's happened that it's got to that point but it is crucial especially as I think this lockdown has the extra dimension of like it's 2021 we kind of hoped we would be through this and like it's dragging on all that stuff I think it would be very easy for people to it would be very understandable for people to feel quite down about all this and so I think we need to like acknowledge that the difficulties and it also express that we can we i mean we've got through this you know most of us so far and we should take some solace from that and fingers crossed we are at least looking gazing into the 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 other side of it we're closer to the end than the beginning maybe hopefully yeah, do you know what you, like i know that i'm the kind of resident happy go lucky you know, ha 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 at times. Um, <laughs> but now that we're talking, I, I'm fucking fed up with it. I, like, actually, if I think about it, I'm like, and I know fed up is like the, the wrong thing to say. It's it's bigger than one man being fed up, but I can't comprehend it. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't um, 
And actually, I think day to day, I just do a good job of um, suppressing that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, and it like the whole. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's interesting. I'm like having, I'm, yeah, it's good to be talking about it because I'm, I'm, it's making me realize how I feel about it. I think that like that is that's kind of what I mean. That it it's quite important to just acknowledge that like we are probably all finding this very hard and we're fed up of it because there is this sense that because it is kind of essential that we do this right now because of the situation we're in i see from some people this kind of unwillingness to complain about it because they just want to get on with it and i i understand that but i I think also there's a i'm sorry just quickly there's an unwillingness to complain about it because for me personally it's like my complaints yeah we're the lucky ones relative to everything like why you know i'm in this position is to, is to you know sustain the nhs and their and and to help those that are and we use that term frontline so that i think that's why i kind of um shy away from saying i'm fed up with it because my but, fed up is far more comfortable than others. true but i think that you can be fed up with it and still say you know it sh- it has to be done, and you- and you do everything you can to, as you said, support the people that we need to support. But like that doesn't mean you have to be gipping along and grinning while you do it, mm. because it is difficult. I mean, I I I think that while I was in the UK, because I was with my family, I was I wasn't thinking as much about the kind of disappointments that happened over the month. Like, I didn't see any of my friends, didn't see you, my, uh, you know, um, podcast co-host slash part-time friends. <laughs> um, and uh, and also, I didn't see my brother, and I haven't seen my brother for a year, which is the longest I can remember not seeing him for. Um, and all of that was easier to deal with when I was with the family members that I hadn't seen for so long and I was making the most of being with my nephew and all that stuff. Now that I'm back in Spain, it feels like I'm dwelling a little bit more on the on the fact that it was pretty... Well, no, I should say I loved being able to do what I did, but I'm just also a little bit... There's a little, you know, bit of a bit of me that is a, can feel all the things that I wasn't able to do and feels pretty sad about that and like when I was at the airport I was just thinking it's so strange to have been in the UK for a month and to have basically just seen the inside of a house and occasionally Waitrose. Fuck were you in the UK for a month? Yeah exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Raw raw. Fuck it felt like you were here for like just shy of two weeks. Maybe for you my dear friend. But what um, I mean is, like, because it just felt like it was too short. We didn't get to see each other. I know. And so, I mean, I'm just saying this not to say woe is me, but just to say these are palpable things that are affecting our lives in, like, very direct ways. I was one of the lucky ones because at least I was with family. And there was loads of people that wouldn't have been able to see anyone over Christmas or or maybe couldn't even travel at all. And so I know that... I. I was very lucky to be yeah, to see everyone the, that I did. The uh, the other thing, me and uh, a mutual friend of ours, Ollie, uh, were texting last night and it, making fun you, of me, no, B- bitching no. about me, making fun of no. me, calling me a loser. No, and he said, 
it, it, just the text came out of the blue and he just said, I'm, I'm over this now. And it, it, it was out of character for him, I would say. Who, um, who is this, can you say? Okay. Um, so Yeah, so I got a text saying, I'm over this now. And so I kind of said, you know, how are you, is it, you know, are you finding it more difficult this time around? And we got talking about it. And something that you have been more aware of, I would say, throughout everything that's gone on. And I've struggled to kind of comprehend in the same way, I think, I could be wrong, is the missed opportunities of it all and it was in the conversation i was having last night where i did think ah and maybe there's a positive angle to this but it was like that are the things we would have done Mm -hmm. that we are 27 year old 26 year old young sure people you know yeah keep that up um and then i thought you know i got a message um the other week saying you know um i'm just being given grades from from tests I haven't really done or something along those lines. I saw that and that I started to think about that and I was like, oh, fuck. They're like, yeah, the missed opportunity of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked before about people at uni, but also the thing I can't really imagine is people who are at school who, because now the schools are closed until mid-February at the earliest or something. And I think they've said they're not going to do exams this year, like in the traditional way. People are going to be um, graded by their teachers or something. Uh, and it's just it's just like such a disruption, particularly for, for young people who... Because my mum said the other day, kind of half-jokingly, like, oh, I'm sure the, the kids will be very happy that they've got school off. And I was like, probably not, because it's the only chance they see that they have to see their friends. They're probably losing their minds stuck at home with their parents. No offense, mum, but they're probably losing their minds because it's not like, oh, snow day. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like a blip on the map or like a novelty thing. It's stretching on and on and on. And maybe at first, I bet there was the first two weeks, they were probably like playing Call of Duty. This uh, is sick. This This is is fucking sick. sick. Oh, (laughs) pandemic life. And they were off. They were blissed out on dope and they were fucking hyped up on prawn (laughs) and, you know, spending all their pocket money on Fortnite. Bitcoin. Characters and Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) But then after a while, it's like, nah, I want to be able, I'm, I'm a young person, you know, discovering myself and I'm, you know, having to discover myself at home in front of prawn. And (laughs) (laughs) But Ollie, this is, sorry, what I've, where I lost my... I said prawn and immediately you glazed over. That's the thing about Frank's adventure. (laughs) (laughs) When I was talking about this conversation I had last night and me starting to think about the the opportunities or or just the things that may have happened, because you never know, you know, but it was more... I think I took away from it a positive thing of a, a, a lust for life. You know, when we get back there, it's like the things... That in the past I have taken for granted, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now, you know, I, I live, and I was started to think last night, I lived a 10 minute walk away from a train station that could take me to, you know, London and all of its, uh, everything big, it has big to offer. Big city like Leeds, oh, if you really, if you wanted to change over in London, you could but, get all the way to a big city like Leeds. Well, this is it. <laughs> and, I, and I thought about like trips I've taken in the past and like, and I, I did so kind of just taking a, for granted that I could do. Yeah. And and I, maybe and maybe that's part of the beauty of it all. And and I'll get back there. All right, again. here we are. There, here's Happy Go Lucky resident, Happy Go Lucky George. He's back. He's brought <laughs> no, some <I'm> positive just... <laughs> vibes back. <laughs> no, 
And I it's just... up to miserable old Ollie to say, well, yeah, I guess this is actually really good. Ollie, man, I thought about when I came, I flew to Madrid. This is a conversation for another time, but for some reason I ended up at the, uh, what yeah, was it? The, the um, Champions League final or something. Champions League final in Madrid. Despite having no interest in football whatsoever. Um, and then I got the train across Spain and came to visit you. I know. And and there's a, a freedom to all of that that I took for granted. I, for sure I will have. Yeah. And when I, was I the... stand here today in front of the gorgeous, gorgeous public, public and say, never again, never from this again. day forward, I will. <laughs> I'll appreciate every moment, every trip. Every well, I, moment. <laughs> I was When I was at the airport, I was thinking like, I had these mixed feelings of being sort of ready to to go back to Spain in terms of like I wanted to see Rat A uh, and be be back in the flat, etc. But I just wanted, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go home, but I just wish I knew when the fuck I was going to be able to come back again because mm. instead it was this uncertainty and it was it's it's not easy to go back. It's, it is possible, but it's not easy and it's not certainly not advisable at the moment. And like. Made me think about when I can. I'm certainly gonna, you know, appreciate the 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 journey much more. I mean, before this short flight was ju- was only it only provoked anxiety really, and now I find myself kind of yearning for it to mm. come back. Even though I'm sure I'll feel anxious again at the time, but I'm I just the ability to see everyone. Yeah, I definitely take it for granted, and and I want you know. I was talking to that same mutual friend recently and he was saying as soon as he can, he's hopping on a plane to Barca. And I was like, yeah, oh, mate, facts on. are five and just get it on. Oh, uh, mate, I, yeah. I, I, do you know what? I'll, we, we, in the past listeners, um, and this is, I appreciate fucking stupid, but in the past, um, when we have been together as a group of friends, we will be out in a pub or a bar and at some point in the night somebody will declare that it's somebody in the, on the table stag do which isn't true <laughs> but then <laughs> but then we find it fun <laughs> well usually you get a few free drinks from neighboring tables so oh good luck yeah. mate honestly yeah um so it will be someone's stag do at the table which isn't true and I want it to be someone's stag do. Yeah, now, yeah. I want it to be someone's imaginary stag do yeah. in Barcelona. I was thinking, I mean, I put it on my Instagram stories the other night. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about Norway. And, I d- like, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. Like, I tried to focus on anything, and it was just Norway, 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 Norway. Um, <laughs> and But I'm having that. The other day, it was Switzerland. And I found myself writing in my diary just, you know, just a whole fictional episode of me in Switzerland <laughs> drinking wine. I don't do that. I don't go to Norway or Switzerland and, and drink I've, wine. No, I've like... <sighs> well, my... my uh, All the beautiful uh, people out there, Ollie, just raising a... Oh. Raising a God. glass. Uh, do you know what I might even do? When we get back to normal, and don't hold me to this... Mm. I might start streaming on Twitch and just go to pubs, just streaming. <laughs> right, so you're just going to go to random pubs, do a live stream. Uh, what, on your own? 
<laughs> Mate, I don't care. I, just, I don't give I a don't fuck. Care. I just want to go pub. <laughs> well, you, no, you do know that the Twitch part is... You want to see, just... uh, see other people uh, live streaming from pubs. <laughs> <laughs> you just... want to start a movement so that you can then put your feet up and watch other people do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? I just... It's no! <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know what you mean. You want to do Twitch live streaming from pubs? I, I, if you just said, as soon as this is over, I can't wait to go to the pub. I would be like, yeah, I'm with you. But, that's, but the, the that's Twitch the bit, bit, I mean, for scratch the Twitch bit. I'm okay, just... okay. Now I'm more on board. This makes more yeah, sense to me. But just the, yeah. Listen, I'm with you, and I'm. So my uh, my brother got engaged last month, and. Ooh. Uh, woo, woo. So it's, someone, it's someone's tag day. And, um, and what was it? Oh, yes. Yeah, so my brother is is getting married in the summer in Sweden because his girlfriend's Swedish. And so we're kind of planning this trip to Sweden for his wedding. And it feels very strange because obviously at the moment it would be completely impossible. And mm. we're assuming that in aug- late August or well, no, early August. Well, I can't remember when it is. Sorry, Dave. It's you know August. Um, we're yeah, assuming I'm for it'll you, be mate. possible. Yeah, no, no. Good for you. Good for you. But I don't know when it is. I'll see if I can clear my diary. Um, but like, it feels oh, really sorry, weird to bruv, think about. I'm so traveling. sorry. I'm, I'm actually recording a podcast that day. Um, oh, uh, do they uh, not have a podcast <laughs> recording studio at the hotel? Yeah, no. Sorry, brother. It's a shame, really. I'll I'll twitch from I'll twitch into your wedding. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, you, Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. I keep interrupting you. No, no. I mean, I've said everything I'm going to say. I've said everything I'll ever say to you. Now I'm I'm done with you. I'm down. Uh, but yeah, so it feels weird to be trying to plan a trip uh, because it's, it's not something I've thought about in so long. And like looking at hotels and all that nonsense, it just feels like a different world it was so weird when i was traveling back on friday because i was looking at my options to get to get back into spain i needed to have a negative test and it needed to be from the previous three days i think and everywhere i looked at said like good luck mate we we can't guarantee that you'll get your results in time and so i was kind of freaking out a bit and then i saw these two options one of which is the one i did in the end which is you get tested at the airport and then you wait 90 minutes which was kind of weird you go in this tent in the departure lounge or in the arrival bit and get swabbed up it was pretty dystopian and weird but it all worked out fine but the other option was the hilton were offering a <laughs> test and like rest this. package <laughs> where you get a room you you arrive you do a, a swab test they send it off and then you go and rest up in the room and then first thing in the morning or something you get your results and then you get on your flight and it's just like i mean you you know i've got i've got to praise the people at hilton hq for monetizing the pandemic in such a brazen way test and rest come on down yeah sleep off the test my friend mm. um but yeah so when i got to the airport did I? I think I mentioned last time that on my way to the UK, I got upgraded because they messed up my seat. Uh, no, I don't think you did. Oh, well, that happened. Because then you text me saying upgraded again, and I was like, I mean, I didn't remember. Okay, well, my goodness gracious me. Well, the first time it wasn't very interesting because I, I didn't take advantage of it. Uh, but it's because they, because I always book an aisle seat because 
of you know anxiety vibes and they had messed up it they didn't have an aisle seat for me even though i'd like paid for it and so i like complained in a very meek way like oh i wanted an aisle seat actually um and they went oh poor baby you come in and into business class which i have to say i would never pay for because it's basic on a short haul flight it's just basically yeah sandwich um Mm. but then it happened to get the exact same thing happened on the way back and because I'd got to the airport so early, I had ages, I had a lot of time to kill. So I went into the lounge, the first class lounge at the airport, which is something I've never done before. And I know, George, you and Ed, you know, you always meet at the Gatwick first class lounge <laughs> for a glass before jetting off to an island and all that stuff. But for me, just a, a, a man of the people, it was a stunning experience, not because it oh. was so amazing, because, well, for example, there was a lamp as you came in, which was a life-size horse. Horse. Yeah. Oh, you know it. You yeah, know. You sent me a picture, and I knew exactly where you were. But <laughs> that is that is so gem. <laughs> but so I was looking at that lamp. Firstly, I thought of our dearest Jexton because, and I thought, well, this might make a nice gift for Jexton. Uh, and I gave it a quick Google: five grand lamp, five grand lamp. Uh, that lamp's five grand. Um, and so, as my flight got delayed, so as I was taking advantage of the. Uh, free Heinekens. Also, I should just a quick complaint, even though I got all of this for free, but I will still complain. They had six types of Bloody Mary on the menu and only Heineken for beers. Sort it out, guys. I know that Mm. they clearly think that, you know, the kind of riffraff that drink beer don't go to first class lounges. Well, sometimes we get let in, okay? Anyway, taking advantage of the Heinies. Um, and I find myself... (laughs) I find myself... More and more having to to suppress the urge to clamber upon the horse and <laughs> ride that five grand lamp all the way to Barcelona. Um, but it was I, I was just sort of I I did feel a bit nerve uncomfortable about how it seemed like they thought Corona didn't exist at the first class lounge. Like they were sort of chilling out as if there was nothing to worry about. Not great, but at least they had a big screen that had, um, you know, the FTSE 100 on it so I could just keep an eye on all my stocks and Mm. uh, raise an eyebrow and go, hmm, interesting, Elton (laughs) Musk has tweeted again Um, because I just wanted to fit in with all the cool guys there. Hey, and girls! And girls, I'll tell you, the, um, yeah, it's funny um, hearing (laughs) you talk about travelling. It's a uh, strange old world, eh? Well, it's just reminding me that I'm a... You're a I'm Diamond to Club go. member. Well, no, I'm ready to go. It's been a bit weird for me trying to adapt to, to Rat A's level again because she's never been lounge. Uh, she's not spent any time down lounge, in the lounge. So it's we're from different worlds, really. She doesn't understand what it's like at lounge. I told her about the yeah. the pasta I had. I said I didn't really finish it. And she was like, oh, did you say you paid for a pasta and didn't finish it? And I was like, pay for it at lounge? <laughs> no, 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 my love. It's beautiful. Just the romance, you know, different sides of the tracks and mm-hmm. Prince Romeo and, and Juliet kind of. Prince and pauper. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful uh, that a lowly rat like her has ended up oh. with someone who was temporarily part of the elite. 
Um, well, and I'm going to keep because you know, you know they f- you'll know this. They fit you for a tux when you arrive, and then <laughs> tailor it immediately, and then you have to wear it while you're in there. So I'm going to keep that tux forevermore, man. Mm. Um, beautiful, gorgeous place. Uh, five grand lamp. Anyway, mm. George, anything else, or should I beckon our dearest Jackson? Oh, uh, no, you. Well, no, I was just going to say I um I woke up with you know what listeners are calling a vibes deficit today um and i don't know if it's the you know fruit and barley or you know a bit of conversation with my dear friend but i'm feeling better and i know that we missed emails last week although we did a fast one didn't we we Mm, did a quick email segment um I'm eager to hear um, how our, our listeners are doing. Gorgeous and, um, listeners, really. Just gorgeous public. And um, yeah, if you if you would do the honours, Ollie. George, I don't know if you saw the images of Mr. Tumnus was among the right-wing scumbags looting the Capitol building in um, Washington, D.C. Let me just send you this picture. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Well, that's what I'm saying. We always knew he was bad news. And so I think we can be pretty happy that Jackson got out when he did. You know what I mean? Like, didn't get involved in any of that. And Jackson's actually been working on the Biden campaign a little bit, you know, a bit of freelance work. So it's it's good to know where we stand. Check out this oh, picture. Tumness. There, right tumness. in the midst of it. Um, but yeah, so excellent news. And uh, come on over, greasy boy and Jackson. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. This email is from Enrique, I think. Sorry if that's not how you pronounce your name. Here's a little PAF-related story for you. My daughter and I go for a run every other day and have done so for a few months now. It's fun most of the time and does us a world of good in these crazy times. But since we are both avid listeners of your podcast, this Monday we decided to both listen to it, each on our own headphones, during our run. As we were on our way, I kept wondering why we never laughed at the same time, but thought, well, we probably didn't sync it up properly. But then, just as we arrived home again, my daughter turned around, laughing really hard, saying to me, familiar... Oh no, it's happened again! Familiarity. Familiar... Yeah, familiarity. Okay, Laughing really hard, saying to me, familiarity. It was only then I realised she had some reason been listening to last week's episode all along. Then we had a good laugh together then. Oh. Wait, sorry. I'm going to... I've messed up so many parts of this email. She did not write, then we had a good laugh together then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go, go, go. It was only then I realised she had for some reason been listening to last week's episode all along. Well, didn't we have a good laugh together then? All the best for both of you and keep up the good work. I never thought I'd be looking forward to Mondays the way I am now. 
I think it's amazing how you manage the balance between serious and caring and funny and everything in between. Much love from your sister in Germany. Thank you very much. I love the idea of of mother-daughter bonding sessions over over the pod. And I know, well, just and the syncing up as well. I know they kind of got it wrong, but that's uh still, yeah, worth a try. Yeah. And uh I had to kind of think for a bit like about the familiarity thing because I couldn't remember like why that was a reference to the podcast. And then as I tried to say it i realized it's because ha 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 i couldn't say that word well i hope you had a good laugh at my expense guys um okay and here's another one sec it's loading okay this email is from jackie hi ollie and george i've been a listener since the beginning of this ropey gorgeous podcast but it's it's my first time writing in because honestly i never felt i had anything particularly impactful to say but here i am it's 2021 baby i'm an american living in france and the podcast began just a few months after my arrival i can't tell you how helpful it's been to me since being here even though i have my partner and his family here it's often helped me feel much less alone while wandering the streets of Paris with puffs of cigarette smoke blowing in my face. I could <laughs> really relate to the episode that included Adele giving George some trouble before his visit to Paris. <laughs> while I find that the French are nice, there are some Adele types out there, though I've never had quite the shocking interaction George did. I was able to travel home to see my family this Christmas after almost a year without being together, so I can also relate to a lot of your feelings of missing loved ones, Ollie. Sadly, though, during the visit, we had to say goodbye to McGee, our beloved dog, and my BFF of 11 years. It was unexpected and devastating and one of the hardest days I've had in my life. I was really grateful to have phone a friend there to comfort me. The lovely rants about rah-rah really brought a much-needed smile and laughter to take my mind off it. So thanks for being two genuine and lovely people. The pod is truly a joy. Happy 2021, and thanks for making my Mondays gorgeous. Cheers from me and Adele in France. Uh, Jackie, thank you so much. Oh, I... thank you, Jackie. Sorry to hear about McGee. Included a picture of McGee who looks... Like a, a, a majestic pup, gorgeous mm. pup of, of a pup. But, you know, if we could be of some help in that difficult time, then that's amazing to hear. And uh, we should just say we do not necessarily endorse the comments about um, Adele types in London. I personally, you know, Adele... Paris. My... Paris. In Paris. Sorry, oh, there's definitely Adele types in London. I'll tell you that. And I'll don't mind saying, I'll don't mind saying that for free. I'll don't mind telling you that for free. <laughs> Um, but when it comes to Adele, as you guys will know, if you've listened to that episode, Adele's actually my close friend. I don't think, I think George has been really overreacting to some of the stuff she said to him. Um, and also he had it coming and also he's a fish and chip loser boy. (laughs) Oh, oh, I am. I had fish and chips last night. (laughs) I am a fish and chip loser boy. (laughs) Oh, I can't believe it. You actually are. Yeah, that's me. Oh my goodness gracious me! Wow. And do, do you know what? I text a friend because literally I I ate it so quickly. Genuinely, it made me a bit high. It was like I. Um, oh my goodness! Was yeah, it, so was it very I'm interested in you know what I could get from that in the future. Watch this space. Oh, so you're gonna try wolf down a fish and chips and fucking transcend? Yeah, see where it takes me. Okay, see if you're shaking hands with the Maharishi and <laughs> offering him a chip fork. 
beautiful, gorgeous idea. I'm so glad that in these trying times, you can still get a bit of a buzz off fish and chips. <laughs> well, George, my dear friend, what's for dinner tonight? Actually, interesting question. I was just because I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go for a run, and um, I'm going to uh, t- t- today now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for dinner, I have no idea. Right, it's a good answer to the question. So the answer to my question, what's for dinner tonight, is you're going for a run today, later now, and you have no <laughs> idea what's for dinner. Sorry, no, what I meant was then the supermarket I would visit ah, after my run. I see, I and see. So, Sorry, that's me assuming you know what I'm thinking, which you don't. No, not all the time. Most of the no. time, but not all the time. Okay, well... Please text me when you know what you're having. I do worry about you. I want to make sure you're getting more than just fruit and barley and uh, getting off your tits on fish and chips. So please let me know. Um, I think we're having chicken. So another interesting little tidbit from our lives here. Um, George, it's been an absolute pleasure and an honour, actually, to speak to you. Um, Oh, I'm glad you think so. (laughs) Fucking... No, I mean it. I'm glad that you enjoy our time together. Yeah, I'm glad you think it's an honour. I mean, anything you want to say to me? Well, I, I mentioned it earlier. You've, you've, you know, dragged me into the day in the best way. I was okay. uh, in need of that. So thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's see how this headache goes. You might be getting a text from me later saying, fucking hell, everything's shit, George. Oh, or you might be getting a text from me saying... <laughs> The hills are alive. With see if you can eat your chicken tonight as quickly as you can and see if you get a little high off it. Okay, but the thing is, I'm already a very fast eater and I get told off for it by everyone who loves me because I uh, finish my meal and then I'm just like, well, I'm fucking bored staring at the other person. They're taking ages. I start going on my phone. Um, it's not ideal. And yeah, I eat very fast. And let me tell you, I don't feel any sort of high. I feel low, 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 all the way to the bathroom. Okay, okay. What a way to, to end the show. Um, we keep forgetting to do this bit, Ollie, but not this week, not this week. We don't forget to do it, we just uh, rush it at the end. But I would like to say to, to the yeah, gorgeous linger public... linger on it, linger on it. Take your time. Beautiful listeners, and as you know, this podcast, as much as it is about mental health, friendship and conversation, we are fascinated uh, by tech and everything that comes with it. Will it become the power, the superpower we assume it might? <laughs> um... Please, if you have access to tech at home, uh, Mm. email us. Or at your local library. Yes, although, no, you can't go there at the minute in the UK. Oh, yeah. If you... or hmm, okay. we've discussed other methods in the past, uh, but email is definitely the one that's working best for us as a show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please do email us thoughts, uh, ideas, conversation starters, conversation enders. If you want to, uh, I don't know, a- anything you'd like to give the show, please do. Would you We'd like to, to urge? You. Would you like to urge them to do so? In fact, yes. Let me put on my tap shoes and just. Ta- 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 I urge you, please, dear listeners, one and all. Uh, so everybody from the back, that's right, you in the hat, you hey, included. we see Down you. Down at the front, we see you all, and it's so great that all 40 million of you could make it today. Oh, um, it, yeah. And, and, and that's please just... do email us. Um, <laughs> the address is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. 
Yeah. And as George has said, we're really interested to see how tech develops um, over the coming years, days, months, decades. So please, if you want to be part of the tech revolution, get involved, send us an email, follow us on Instagram, which is another example of quite interesting tech. You can find us there at phoneafriendpod. And other than that, George, I think all that remains is for me to say, good luck, kid, and I'll speak to you next week. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> You're right, you, you just wolfed down some fish and chips. No, I just, you know, I... Uh, yeah, I um, I was thinking about merchandise we could have of just a t-shirt that says tech and then a comma and say interested with a question mark or, yeah. or no mean, tech. This is how I'd like to end the show, actually. Tech, mm. watch this space. Okay, and we'll let, we'll let the listener just try and go back to the normal world with that ringing in their ears. Tech, watch this Watch this space. space. Oh my goodness gracious me. Good luck. Concentrate. If you're working from home or if you're trying to, you know, you're cooking tea for the kids, good luck trying to concentrate on that. You are going to be thinking, tech, watch this space. Watch this space. (laughs) Fuck me. Well, anyway, um, watch the space that will be left by me because I am leaving now. It's the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye.